0: You're listening to episode 175 of the Tennis Files podcast on how to develop a consistent second serve
1: Welcome to the Tennis Files podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mirban Iranshad. Hey
0: everybody, welcome to another episode of the Tennis Files podcast. This is Mirban and I'm back again with another episode for you. Uh, We have a lot of great interviews coming up, um, but this one is going to be a solo episode about... As you heard in the intro, how to develop a consistent second serve, and I just want to start out by wishing you all a great week and I hope that you all had a really nice Thanksgiving. Uh, I actually sent a an email out to a, a ton of you on my email list, something like 18,000 or so people, and I got a, a ton of emails back from you all, which was really cool, and I shared what I was grateful for, and I think it was Friends and family, good health, and tennis. And I got a lot of similar responses, and it was really cool to hear from you. So feel free to email me anytime to get in touch, and I will do my best to answer. But yeah, today uh, we're going to talk about the second serve, and it's a very near and dear topic to my heart because I had struggled for a while with my second serve, and I would get nervous and double fault on important points and you know, it's funny, I didn't really even know how to hit a proper topspin or kick serve. So I was relying heavily for a long while on my slice serve to go in. And yeah, my technique wasn't really there um, for the the topspin serve, uh, whether, you know, as we'll talk about, you know, it's whether it was the toss location or the swing path. And it was really demotivating at times, you know, there were some days, obviously, where I was On and my timing was was doing well, and then I was able to get my slice serves in. But, you know, when I didn't have a good day, I was double faulting, and then that would affect my confidence and then the rest of my game. And somebody once told me when I was training at Aspen Hill uh, in Maryland uh, that you're only as good as your second serve, and that really made me realize how important the second serve is to your game. You obviously don't want to be giving away free points to your opponents. And like I said, just having, you know, having that deflated feeling of, you know, I'm not serving well and I'm giving away points and, and, you know, things are not going well and I'm going to lose. So I want to talk about, you know, the important elements for a second serve and then kind of break it down into uh, different. Sections on how to improve your tennis serve, uh, your second serve uh, into strategic, technical, and the mental side. And then I'm going to give you a few drills as well to improve your second serve. So I think this will be a useful episode for you, especially if you're struggling with your second serve, which I, from watching a lot of players, they don't really have uh, that great of a second serve for the most part. a lot of amateur players so and you know as I said I used to be one of those individuals and I still can improve my second serve too so we're all learning and progressing together so some elements that you well the elements that you want for your second serve which they're really interrelated I'll start with uh you know what I think is the most important one and that's spin and we're specifically here talking about top spin I mean you can obviously hit a several different types of Second serves, you've got the slice serve and the topspin and kick serve. But, you know, my my preferred one and the one I suggested you focus on is the topspin serve because that is going to bring you more consistency. Uh, it's going to bring you more net clearance. You know, as I mentioned, when I was uh, hitting a slice second serves, you don't get as much net clearance. So I much prefer the topspin serve. But you know when you have that element of spin of top spin, then you're gonna be able to get more net clearance, and you also bring the ball down into the service box as well. So the spin you know serves two purposes it you it avoids hitting into the net and it also helps you avoid hitting long. and then uh, another extremely important element is height on your second serve, and this is Obviously uh, controlled by the amount of of spin among other things uh, heavily on the spin and uh, you know when you have more net clearance then you're gonna obviously take away that very difficult element of the net so that is a very important element and then also consistency you obviously want to have a consistent second serve so that you're not giving away those three points by double faulting and then The element of placement. So you want to have that ability to direct the ball where you'd like it to go. And you want to be able to vary the placement to keep your opponents guessing. And so again, we're going to talk here about the topspin serve uh, as we go through this episode. And yeah, I just love the topspin serve because it's going to be very tough for your opponents to, to handle a heavy one And it's tougher to return a ball that's higher in an individual strike zone uh, for the vast majority of players. So let's first dive into the different ways to improve your second serve. And we'll start with the strategic uh, ways. And so in thinking about your second serve, you want to evaluate it and, and what's going on. So evaluate how you're missing and where you're aiming the ball. Um, So let's say if you do have an inconsistent second serve and you find that, oh, I'm missing it in the net, then you want to, uh, without, you know, with ignoring the technical side first, you want to aim the ball higher over the net because if you increase the height window, um, then you are naturally going to be hitting the ball higher and giving yourself more net clearance. And this is going to be a quick adjustment you can make. And hopefully, that will help you out if you have that issue. Um, and conversely, uh, you know, if you're missing the ball out, then perhaps you want to choose a bigger target. You don't want to aim so close to the lines. Uh, you want to add more spin. That could be another way to uh, help you uh, stop serving out. And then let's say your serve is. Um, just getting pummeled, you know. Maybe you want to, uh, again, on the strategic side, you want to choose a different location, a different placement for your serve. So perhaps you want to serve into the body if they're crushing forehands back at you, if you're serving, you know, to their forehand or wherever it is you're serving. Perhaps you want to change the type of serve that you're serving. So if you're hitting a slice serve and you're finding that you're double double faulting, uh, having trouble getting it in the, in the box, you want to change your serve to the top spin or the kick serve. And you know, just generally it's it's always really important to recognize a problem you're having with your serve and then figure out why it's happening and then what can be done to improve it. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the strategic um, side of things for the second serve. So just ask yourself, where am I hitting the second serve? What type of serve am I hitting? And why am I hitting that serve? That, that um, three-question evaluation can help you a lot to, uh, you know, maybe change what you're doing and improve your game t- uh, strategically. Now, I know a lot of you have trouble with the technical side of hitting a second serve. And so I want to go into some key fundamentals of second serve technique. And many of these are ones that I found that I lacked in technically. And when I worked on these and they really helped me improve my second serve and producing more top spin and height and consistency you know, on the ball. So The first one is very classic, but I still must mention it here, even though I've probably mentioned it many times, which is the Continental grip. And that is the grip that you want to use because that will allow you to achieve the proper racket drop and for you to pronate efficiently and uh, to just hit a proper serve. I mean, if you have the classic pancake grip, then you're not going to be able to impart much spin on the ball at all. You know, you're just going to hit the ball straight forward. Uh, So that is key, Um, you know, very quick one. But, uh, you know, the next really important one is the unit turn where a lot of tennis players end up just using their arm for the vast majority of of their second serve and maybe both serves. But you see it even more in the second serve because the player is strictly really thinking, I need to get this ball in. And so they're just, you know, just pushing the ball forward. So instead, you want to utilize that proper hip and shoulder rotation. And you know to help you load up your body, and it'll enable you to utilize your entire body to efficiently produce a heavy topspin serve. And now I want to get into the toss, and having a proper toss is really, really crucial. And this is something that I noticed with my serve uh, that really uh, gave me a lot of trouble, and uh, you know I didn't realize it, and I'm sure a lot of you didn't realize it, but. I was actually tossing the ball in the wrong place. I was tossing it at the one o'clock position. And if you toss the ball at the one o'clock position, and so I'm I'm speaking to a, a righty. So if you're a lefty, you can think the opposite of tossing it at the 11 o'clock. But if you toss it at the one o'clock as a righty and vice versa for lefties, then you're not going to be able to brush up on the ball and impart that topspin because you can't apply uh, topspin if the ball is not behind you, so to the left for righties, and also really importantly is if the ball is at its highest point, a.k.a. its apex, and you're trying to hit topspin, then you won't be able to do that. So I highly recommend that you toss the ball um, around the 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock position, reverse it for lefties, and also that um, you hit the ball at a lower point than its highest point. So I think that's going to be, you know, it could be a big change for a lot of you, but we'll talk about a, you know, very simple drill later on to help you with that. But again, you cannot apply much spin to the ball if you're contacting the ball at its highest point. So uh, you want to kind of exaggerate that. And, And also, you know, in terms of the toss location, don't worry about hiding your serve by tossing it at the same place every time because I asked uh, quite a few experts on my podcast and summits about the toss location and they basically say that it's really only for advanced players that you want to worry about tossing the ball in the same exact place every single time like really advanced I mean pro level pretty much you know even most pros uh, what I've heard is that they do want to hide their first serve, but they don't really care as much about hiding the second serve. Um, so I mean even if your opponent is is expecting or, or knows what you're gonna hit, uh, it, if you can execute it properly, there's not much they can do about it. Think about like if your plan is to hit a a kick serve out wide and then go uh, hit a forehand to the opposite corner. even if they know that's happening, there's not too much they can do about it. I mean, they can be a little be better be a little better prepared. That's about it. And also, it's very difficult for people, for players to recognize the toss. Like, most of them don't really pay attention to that stuff. So, uh, if you're trying to develop a, a solid topspin serve, uh, just focus on tossing it at the 11 o'clock, you know, 11 to 12 o'clock region, letting the ball drop and then hitting up and out um, to, to develop that serve properly. And get a good feel for it. So another key fundamental of the second serve is you want to stay sideways longer. And I found this to be probably the biggest issue that I had with my second serve, other than my toss location. And you know what? I, what I was doing was I was opening up way too early, and I was wondering like, why can't I hit any topspin on the serve? And predictably, you know, when you open up early, you cannot uh, keep brushing um, on the, you know, up and out on the ball. Um, and so basically, uh, I highly encourage you to exaggerate this as well. So, um, you want to stay sideways for as long as you can so that you can swing more across the ball to apply more topspin. So again, for slice and flat serves, that's when you're opening up earlier, but for, uh, top spin serves and kick serves. You want to stay sideways as long as you can, exaggerate it, and then that way you'll produce more spin. All right. another fundamental on the technical side is to, uh, and I just kind of uh, snuck it in already, but you want to make sure that your swing path is appropriate to the type of serve you want to hit. So I would encourage you to imagine that there's a clock on the actual ball and that you want to swing uh, from around the 7 o'clock of the ball to the 1 o'clock and, uh, you know, that obviously means that uh, you're, you're, you know, you're staying more sideways and then you're, you know, you're hitting in that more, you know, to the side rather than like head on like you would be with a flat serve or more on the like right side of the ball for, for a slice. So the swing path is really, really crucial there. And then your swing speed. So the swing speed for a lot of, Amateur players on the second serve is, is way like significantly lower than their swing speed on their first serve. So, I encourage you all to uh, keep up that swing speed. It should be pretty much the same as your first serve uh, because you're going to be imparting spin on the ball, whether that's a top spin or kick serve or slice serve. The spin is going to enable you to get that ball in the court no matter how fast you swing your racket. And, you know, the faster you swing it, the more spin you're going to impart on the ball, which is a really good thing. So really honestly evaluate your second serve in terms of that. Are you swinging your racket as fast as your first serve or are you not? And if you want to maximize your potential on your second serve, then increase your swing speed as much as you can. I mean, obviously, if you're just, you know, your goal is to just play at like a three o level or 3-5 level, then, you know, that's fine. But, you know, why not improve? Why not, uh, you know, m- give yourself like a higher ceiling by improving your technique? So, I mean, that's how I feel. But obviously, you know, you want to choose what level that you want to play at that actually makes you happy. You know, not a fake goal where, oh yeah, no, I'm fine being a three o, but deep inside you want to actually be a 4 and and whatnot. So that's important to, to note as well. And then the racket drop. So I find that the racket drop uh really correlates well with how good an individual's second serve is, and first serve too. You'll find that if somebody has a shallow racket drop, they're not going to be able to impart that much spin on the ball. So that is something that you need to work on. And you know, again, videotape yourself and see how far your racket drop is. And, you know, this is predicated upon a lot of different things, you know, that you have the proper technique getting up to that point of the racket drop, that you ensure that your, your arm is not too tight, and that you have the flexibility and mobility to get into that position. So, you know, different elements there to work on. But, again, the racket drop is really important when it comes to producing spin on the ball. So yeah, that is pretty much uh, it for the technical side of things that I wanted to cover for this episode for the second serve. So again, the, those elements are the continental grip, uh, having a proper unit turn, proper toss location, uh, letting the ball drop a bit before you hit it so that you can produce that height and spin easier, stay sideways longer, have your swing path be more to the side rather than straight ahead having your swing speed be, uh, you know, as fast as you, you can, uh, and not reducing it just cause it's a second serve and you want to get it in and then the racket drop and keeping your arm loose. All right. Well, now I want to just cover the mental side a little bit and you know, there's definitely a mental aspect to the second serve. I know a lot of us get the heebie-jeebies. We get nervous. I, you know, as I mentioned, I would get nervous and it's, it's actually kind of funny. I used to have these instances where, you know, I tossed the ball up and like for a split second, my mind would tell me you're double faulting. It was ridiculous and it would happen, you know, a good amount. And so that was kind of brutal, but you know, what I did was I just practice and practice and it really takes practice and belief in your training to improve your second serve. So once you've spent many, many hours working on your second serve, then you can be confident that you have put in the work to have a good second serve. And then finally, and this is kind of strategic as well, but I had this in my notes too, which is when you get on the line, you want to have a plan for where you want to serve and then execute it. So when you have a plan, then that's going to take your mind away from, you know, crazy thoughts about going, you know, about double faulting and and other negative things. So, you know, that combination of of practicing and, and getting that confidence by developing a solid second serve and then having the plan will help you a lot. And then, you know, having a routine as well, just, you know, like bouncing the ball a certain number of times, taking a deep breath, looking at your strings, things like that can all really help to... To focus your mind on the uh, the task at hand so uh, I have a few drills for you to help with your second serve uh, and they're all pretty simple so the first one is to serve from your knees because this will force you to hit up and out and produce height and spin in order to get the ball over the net obviously because you're way shorter <laughs> you know when you're serving from your knees so you've got to get that height going another similar drill is to serve over the fence. So from outside of the court, and that also forces you obviously to produce a lot of height to get the ball over the fence. The next drill is to uh, let the ball come down more than usual when you toss the ball. So try to, you always want to exaggerate things when you're trying to change something to get that feel. So let the ball come down as much as you can before hitting that topspin serve, and then that's gonna really teach you, I mean, teach you to to hit more topspin and hit up and lift the ball up over the net, and you know it's gonna make you reprogram your timing that way and get a feel for it. So, uh, the next tip or the next drill is to focus on leading with the tip of the racket. And a cool way to think about, you know, hitting a second serve properly is to accelerate the tip of the racket. And pretend you are cutting a sheet above you, so that's kind of an interesting visual that you can uh, think about when you're trying to hit a proper second serve with a topspin second serve. And and the last drill that I have for you today is to serve a few feet behind the baseline and then gradually move up. And this is really good because you're going to be forced to to swing much faster in order to Uh, to hit that serve in the the same location that you normally would. And then uh, when you move up closer to the baseline, keep that same swing speed. So this will, this is, you know, it's swing speed oriented, but uh, when you combine it with the the proper kick surf techniques and having the proper swing path, then uh, it's going to result in uh, a, a much heavier topspin serve. So one other thought is, um, you know, if you have trouble with the, with the, with the topspin serve, then try the platform stance because it's more simple. There's less moving parts and it's easier to rotate your body uh, with the platform stance, in my opinion, and from what I've uh, learned from experts uh, on the show, because it's very easy to have your back foot open up a bit, uh, turn to uh, the outside. And then you can load uh, a bit easier. You can turn and load um, rather than, uh, you know, having the uh, pinpoint stance. I just find that it's a little bit harder for me to rotate my body with that stance. And it's crucial to rotate your body properly when you want to hit a heavy topspin or kick serve. All right. Well, it seems like I'm kind of losing my voice here, which is strange. But, um, you know, we'll power on. So, uh, I mean, that's. That's pretty much it for my um tips on uh how to hit a more consistent second serve, and I hope that you found found that helpful. And if you have any questions about it, please let me know or send me an email at mirban at That's m e h r b a n at t e n n i s f i l e s dot com. Um, and I would like to leave you with a quote as I often like to do at the end of the show. And this one is by Zig Ziglar. And Zig said, don't let someone who gave up on their dreams talk you out of going after yours. So I guess I can think about an example if there's somebody who says, oh, you know, you'll never make it to four or five. Or, you know, they ridicule you, like, you know, stop thinking that you can get this far or whatever, um, you know. A lot of times it's said by people who themselves have never reached that level. So you want to instead learn from people who are at the level that you want to be at and work really hard. And, um, you know, with little steps each day and a little bit of progress each time, you can reach your goals. Uh, I would also like, uh, I really would appreciate it if you would uh, leave a review for the Tennis Files podcast, if you find it helpful and useful for your tennis game. Uh, You can do that at TennisFiles.com slash Apple Podcasts or alternatively on your favorite podcast app of choice. I just find that uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts tend to give the uh, show the most visibility, which, you know, it's important to just help spread the podcast to others and have more people improve their games as a result. Uh, That's my main goal with the show here, obviously, and really enjoy getting emails from everybody who uh, who who find uh, who finds the podcast or summits or whatever I'm doing, YouTube videos, whatever, uh, helpful for their game. So that's pretty much it for this one. And I really appreciate you tuning in. We have some nice interviews lined up. And continue to let me know what you want to hear about. Uh, in, in making this episode, I was going through... Uh, some comments and surveys that were filled out by many of you, and I just found that the second serve is a problem area for a lot of you. So I really hope that those tips, and I think in particular the technical tips, will probably be the most helpful. But you know, I could be wrong. It just really depends on where you're at with your serve and how much you want to put into the uh, the actual um, technical side of it, or what side of it you want to improve. But uh, it's really important and. If you can develop a consistent second serve, then you are definitely going to have a lot less uh, nerves and worries about you know holding your serve and about double faulting. so it's really a very worthy investment to in particular improve your second serve and you can use your second serve as your first serve uh, in a lot of cases too. Just put a little bit more pop in it if you want, and it can still be extremely effective uh, and you know the more variation you have on your serve uh the better but definitely start with that topspin serve to have a more consistent one so all right thanks a lot for listening and i will see you on the next episode of the tennis files podcast take care
1: thanks for listening to the tennis files podcast for more tips to help you improve your tennis game visit tennisfiles.com